conclusion inevitable. It was a jump to conclusions, Matt. My conclusion was that this idea was not a practical deterrent. My only conclusion can be that it was a Sith Lord. In conclusion. Hello there, folks. Welcome back to In Conclusion, the only movie podcast featuring the winner of season two of American Idol. I'm Dan O'Keefe, and joining me as always is Anna Otto. Anna. I was going to open with hello to Dan's mustache only, but mm-hmm. then you reminded me that Ruben Stuttered was in this movie. Yes, he was. And I, so I was working out while I watched this movie. I was doing some crunches. Okay. Working out for, as relative. For 90 minutes? No, no. The, I was just doing crunches at the time. Okay. And um, <laughs> when they were like, ladies and gentlemen, Ruben Ruddard, I was like, What? Who? Whom stuff? <laughs> the gasp I gasped. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was, was... it was it was 2004. <laughs> American Idol was the the hottest thing from like 2002 Yo, I loved... to to 2010. Until Glee yeah. started, nothing could pass up American Idol. Whoa! Don't come for me like that. That's literally the progression. After David Archuleta lost American Idol in 2009, I was like, "Fuck this!" And then Glee started, and I was like, "This is it." Yeah. This is the only. This is my personality. Absolutely. It went oh, from American Idol to Glee. You're right. I know. He. Why'd you have say, to read me? He lost in 2008. Oh shit! Really? Yeah. Adam Lambert lost in 2009. What year was... No. Oh, you're talking about David Archuleta. Okay, David Archuleta, got it. Yeah. I did watch the Adam Lambert season, and then I gave up, because I liked Adam Lambert, and I just thought the world wasn't ready. Yeah, and I, I think the, the real tone of American Idol changed, because the Adam Lambert season, where he lost to Chris Allen... Who doesn't even sing anymore, and... and uh, Adam Lambert still does his music still slaps. Yeah. I was telling Gage, when I was in high school, we used to walk around and we'd like have our pasta parties before cross country meets, and we would be singing Adam Lambert lyrics screlting, pardon mm-hmm. me. Some of those lyrics are foul. Yeah. And they nobody said a word. What were they going to do? From New York to LA, getting high, rocking, rolling. Go- oh, yeah. Well, we would. You should. That, that's what you should be doing in high school. Getting high and rock and rolling? No, just talking about it while you're on your way to musical theater rehearsal. You're right. You're right. Um, the, la- the Adam Lambert season was the last with the original three judges, even though they had yeah. added Cara Diagardi as a judge for that one season which didn't work. Uh, I literally then, don't remember who that is. Yeah. And then the next season they added Ellen DeGeneres and it was just, that Lee was DeWise was the harbinger of doom. Yeah. He doesn't even have, Gage and I, whenever we go to his parents' house, we put on a playlist of like banging songs by people who were on American Idol. I'm talking like Bo Bice, Clay Aiken. Uh, That's it. 
No, that's it. That's it. Uh, David Archuleta, and then I cry silently in a corner because I hate myself. But I'm convinced that if David and I were like knew each other in real life, we'd be besties. Okay. I'm like convinced. That's certainly a view. I think we'd be friends. Uh, um, I noticed you did not name either Jordan Sparks in that playlist. Did I say Elliot Yamin? You didn't. Uh, oh. Sanjaya. Kelly Pickler. Chris Daughtry. Oh, okay. You know we listen to Daughtry in the car. Oh, absolutely. You know we listen to Daughtry. Taylor Hicks. I saw him in Greece once. It, it, okay, wait. Spell Not the Greece. country, the okay. musical. <laughs> <laughs> he was the teen angel, and after the performance finished... He performed one of his own songs after Bows, and it was really awkward. I'm not going to lie. Maybe nobody else felt that way, but I felt uncomfortable. Everybody else was a member of the Soul Patrol, and you were just... <laughs> that was his fan base was called? Yes. Ew. You uh, want to know what David Archuleta's was called? Oh, uh, well, let me guess. David Archuleta's fan base. Uh, Young Mormons. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I just remembered something somebody said to bully me in eighth grade and that shit was funny (laughs) what did they say you can't (laughs) i don't want to say it on the air in case we have any mormon listeners they were coming for his religion and it was stupid okay it has has say it say it it has to do with the the garments that they have to wear the special mormon underwear yeah Uh uh-huh they're just making fun of that come on come on I'm not saying it. I'll tell you off air. It's too embarrassing. If you want to hear Anna disparage the Mormons, subscribe to our Patreon. I'm not trying to be rude. Like I know that sometimes I end up on former Mormon talk, but I don't want to be like hated by an entire religion. I don't have the energy. Oh well, I already am. So okay, I'm not even going to ask. Don't ask which religion. It's the Mormons. (laughs) Um, Well, we've gone off topic about American Idol long enough. I could talk about it forever. So, the movie we're talking about today is Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed. Woo! Directed by Raja Gosnell once again, once again written by James Gunn. Once again produced by Richard Suckle. (laughs) And Charles Roven. Do I know what else Charles Roven has produced? What? Some real bangers. I'm waiting. Breath oh, baited. Okay. Um, you got Kicking and Screaming with Will Ferrell. Okay. Okay. I'm on board. I'm going to run through a bunch. Okay. Batman Begins, Get Smart, The Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises, Man of Steel, American Hustle, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, Suicide Squad, Matt Damon in The Great Wall, Wonder Woman, Justice League, Scoob, Wonder Woman 1984, Zack Snyder's Justice League, The Suicide Squad, Uncharted, and The Upcoming Oppenheimer. Some of those are bangers, some of them suck, but they're all well known. Yeah. So... (laughs) Also, his his wife's name was Dawn Steele. That's a porn name. Right? Was? Like, is she dead? Did yes. I just say something? Oh, <laughs> yes. sorry. Sorry, everyone. Rip in peace, but that's a pretty rough name to have. Anyway, so that's Charles Roven's life, and I've seen it repeat once again, produced by Richard Suckle. 
Mm-hmm. Starring Freddie Prince Jr., Sarah Michelle Gellar, Matthew Lillard, Linda Cardellini, Neil Fanning as the voice of Scooby-Doo, Seth Green, Anna's, <sighs> Anna's lust object. Listen. 2004 was a good year for him, okay? Okay. Like he walked out short as fuck, first of all. <laughs> oh, the man is shorter than I am. I am absolutely shaken to my core. Mm-hmm. I love a short king. Oh, we're aware. We are well aware. There's this song by Black Bear called Short King's Anthem, and I listen to it all the fucking time. <laughs> it's so good. So good. Um. Anyway, Seth Green's eyes they pop. could not have been bluer. True. Could not have been bluer. True. His hair could not have been more strawberry blonde. Correct. His his his, his stubble. I wanted to stroke it. I wanted to, I wanted to rub, scratch an itch on it. I wanted to rub his face with my face. <sighs> Gage is in another room. I know he's sleeping because I heard him snoring. But when he listens to this later, he's going to be like, you always say that I feel like rug burn when I have stubble. (laughs) The point remains. He's too tall. Yeah, he's not Seth Green. No, he's too tall. I don't. Also starring. um, I'm I'm done. We're done with this. I just. The last thing I was going to say was that on Celebrity Family Feud. when Oh, (laughs) yeah. Important. Important thing to add. Family, fa- oh, Fallout Boy's fifth member on Celebrity Family Feud with Seth Green. Okay, carry on. Oh bye. my lord! Also starring Peter Boyle, the dad from Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah, that was kind of fucking random. Recipes uh, King. Tim Blake Nelson, also random, and then uh, most random, Alicia Silverstone. Wait, isn't Tim Blake Nelson? Isn't he rolling to shit? I don't know what that is. Oh, it's from Schitt's Creek. Uh, I've never seen Schitt's Creek, so I don't know. What's his name again? I just blacked out. Tim Blake Nelson. He is. He was in The Incredible Hulk. He was the nerdy guy. He was in... Um, yeah. Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? Oh, wait. I Holes. think I get him confused with somebody else. He's the guy in Holes with yeah, the I sunscreen do. on his nose. Yeah. Oh, Mom. Who? That's the name of the character, is mom. Oh, yeah. I get him confused with this actor, Chris Elliott. He's He was on Schitt's Creek. They look the same to me. They do not. I know what Chris Elliott looks like. They don't They're look the same. They're identical twins. They are absolutely not. They're identical twins. Is, you cannot change my mind. That is not mom. correct. Are you sure? Yes. Okay, fine. The character's real name is Dr. Pendansky. His name's Mom. They okay. all call him Mom. Can we keep going with this? Yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I got some stands to take tonight, Dan. Okay. I had an, a cold brew today, so Ooh. I'm in fine form. Released on March 26th, 2004, with a budget of anywhere from 25 to $80 million. Don't know which. Started... That's pretty big. I'd, I'd, I'd go higher because of the budget that the first one had. First one and had a budget of 80 million. The movie has a lot of famous people in it. Yeah, like Ruben Studdard. That's exactly who I was thinking of, actually. It made $181.2 million at the box office, far less mm-hmm. than the first movie made. Weird, because this movie's 
objectively sexier. But sexier is correct. On mm-hmm. Rotten Tomatoes, it has a 22% approval rating. What the fuck? Only the very young will get the most out of this silly trifle. I had a great time. Apparently Prue from the Great British Baking Show wrote that description. Oh, thank you, Prue. That's not a true thing. That's just how, that's just what it sounds like. Oh! You thought that was, what? I believed you. (laughs) Good Lord, Anna. Sometimes I struggle. Roger Ebert, two stars out of four. This is a silly machine to whirl goofy antics before the eyes of easily distracted audiences, and it's made with undeniable skill. Why don't, why can't they just let people have fun? Why can't we just let people have a good time? Everything's got to be so hoity-toity. If it's easily amusing, you're an idiot and you should feel bad. That's what I just heard. New York Times. (laughs) Negative review. In the strictly secular humanist world of Scooby-Doo, there are no real ghosts, but only humans desperate for attention who disguise themselves as supernatural figures. Uh, Mood. Me. Every day. (laughs) It won won the Razzie Award for Worst Sequel or Remake. When you said there was going to be an award, I knew it was going to be a Razzie. It beat, somehow, Exorcist The Beginning, which I'd never Never even heard of. Uh, Around the World in 80 Days with Jackie Chan. (gasps) I never saw that movie either, because I remember it being bad. Anaconda, The Hunt for the Blood Orchid. Never heard of it. And Alien vs. Predator. When you said Anaconda, my brain went straight to Nicki Minaj. I knew it. Mine too. Mm Mm-hmm. So, with all that out of the way, tell me your thoughts. I like the museum concept. Mm-hmm. Because I like museums. I thought Seth Green was really hot. You've said nothing content-wise. Yeah, um... <laughs> it, it's pretty cheesy. Mm-hmm. I like it because I have fond memories of watching it as a kid. Okay, I'll start there. Okay. And... It's cute... It's, it's one of those, it's, again, like, in the freaking opening scene when Shaggy, like, takes a deep sniff of the air and then turns and realizes there's a bunch of stoners that are his friends nearby. Mm-hmm. There are jokes for it. It's a stereotypical kids movie in that it's for kids, but there are jokes for the parents watching it. Uh, you don't think so? Uh, they are few and far between. Oh, well, I had a good chuckle here and there. I didn't like I It steps away from Scooby-Doo's form. Yeah. Like that's the part that's hard to hold on to. Like there's no big there's a big reveal at the end, but not really at the same time. That's true. Yes. Cuz the monsters and, they are magical monsters. Yeah. They're not people in this Scooby-Doo's whole thing is that the plot is the real villain is people. Yeah, the elderly are who we should be afraid of. Amen. Not ghosts or only the teens like can the protect us. Right? Thank you. But this isn't like that, and I think it's hard for people to stray from what they know and love. Well, yeah, 
But there wouldn't be an issue if the movie was good. The CGI is pretty bad. Yeah. And also like, the, the, the story. And I like James Gunn. And the writing is not good. They they set Seth Green's character up to be the villain. Mm-hmm. And they don't give us any reason at the end to think that he isn't a villain. Yeah. It, it's supposed to be a bait and switch. There's no switch. Yeah. There's only bait. I mean, he's not the villain here, but his character's weird. I have reason to believe he'd be the villain in a different Scooby-Doo movie. And we don't have any clues for who turns out to be the actual villain outside of one flashback. We don't. It's so, like, I feel like if you watch even the first Scooby-Doo they set it up pretty clearly. That shit, uh, that's shaky. That Scrappy is going to be the villain because of that flashback. And they talk about, like, how they think Mr. Bean is the villain. Rowan. Rowan Atkinson. Yes. Right? Yeah. And it's it, it's easier to to understand, oh, yeah, okay, Scrappy recreate. Like, that makes sense in, the, in, the, in a weird way. Mm-hmm. Whereas in this one... what like it was this beautiful woman disguised as a man or this it was this man disguised as a beautiful woman Mm -hmm. and his sidekick was the kid it just doesn't make sense to me and also the way that they're like no all along it was so and so that doesn't make or all along the cameraman was helping that doesn't make sense either because he was in like all the shots she was in yep there are there are many logical failings with this. Yeah, I like it because I liked it when I was little. There, that sounds that right. Yeah, yep. I um, I watched this when I was little. I think I liked yep. it. I don't have very many fond memories of it, and I don't think it's good this time around. There, are, yeah. Despite the stakes being raised, where it's not just the island stuff it is now in theory the end of the world it feels like there are no stakes in this in the but first one there were there were personal but they're personal stakes there were personal yeah. stakes for the characters in the first one there's no real oh no they will be viewed poorly in the eyes of the general public that's not interesting unless you set them up as incredibly vain people which is what the first movie at least for Fred, was trying to dispel the entire time. Yeah. I mean, it's hard because in Scooby-Doo, there's not really any real stakes anyway. It's just kids who solve mysteries. Uh, yes. What if they aren't able to get to their teen party? Well, dang. Those are some pretty high stakes, Anna. I... Let's put it this way. The Scooby-Doo cartoon movies have better, far superior plots than these movies. Absolutely. These movies are fun. Well. But, Dan, <laughs> I had fun. I, enjoy, I I did not not have fun watching the first movie. This one felt very long. It just dragged I on mean, and on and yeah. on. For a 92-minute movie. I did do some laundry and exercises, like I said. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not... Not not for me. Uh, speaking of the graphics and the CGI, uh, I just, so this came out in 2004. It did. On March 26, 2004. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
One day before my parents' anniversary, yes. A month later, mm-hmm. on or not a month later, uh, three months later, in June, mm-hmm. Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban came out. That was a hard hitter. That was... Just think of the graphics in that. Think of the CGI. I mean, they're all pretty good in Harry Potter. And then, and then compare it to the graphics in Scooby Doo. Is it the same company? Are they both Warner They're Brothers? They're both Warner Brothers. Ooh, Warner Brothers dropped the ball. They said, "Wow, wait, do you th- I wonder still? Do you think they're trying to capitalize on the fact that Scooby Doo is supposed to be a cartoon? Like everything's so cartoony." Mm, that's uh, sounds like a real uh, PR spin. No, no, you don't. Thank it's you. supposed to be bad. Thank you. What like can there's, I say? There's the Thank one clip. Marketing. There's the one clip of the Tasmanian devil in this. Yes. Both movies or like, would be so much better if they were all animated like that. The scene where Shaggy becomes a woman and it makes me uncomfortable because he's dummy thick. Yes. Other movies that came out in 2004, just to give you a, a graphical approximation. Okay. Spider-Man I'm 2. I'm closing my eyes. Okay. Day After Tomorrow. Okay. That, I just want you to picture young Jake Gyllenhaal, honestly. I'm allergic to Jake Gyllenhaal, but I'll picture him. Uh, This is a Swifty home. Oh. (laughs) Just kidding. Gage has a fat crush on Jake Gyllenhaal. Superman. No, it's 2006. Never mind. Why did it show me 2006? Um, I was going to say Superman Returns. Lord of the Rings, The Return Mm -hmm. of the King came out the year before. Boo. Well, just Gollum. The the CGI for Gollum. Gollum looked great. Yeah. I might not like Lord of the Rings, but their CGI is pretty banging. Shrek 2. Okay, that doesn't count. That's animation. Shark Tale. The Incredibles. Okay. The Series of Unfortunate Events movie with Jim Carrey. Oh, I never saw that one. <laughs> Just and the Polar Express. So all movies with better animation oh, than this. Yeah, I I'm still sticking with my PR spin. Okay. You're allowed that, I guess. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but that's enough about the, the graphics. Let's get into the plot. However thin it is. The plot is in is in quotations. Yeah. Uh so it is quote-unquote, some time after the events of the first movie, and the Coulsonian Criminology Museum is opening, which commemorates the past mysteries solved by Mystery Inc. Love it. Love the energy. Seems really fun. I don't love that the girls who are cheering for Velma are like... Fucking dorks? Yeah. I don't (laughs) love it. Yeah, the girls that are cheering for Velma are dorks. The girls, or the the men that are cheering for Daphne are incels. Yep. Um, Shaggy's friends are all stoners. I mean, nobody's shocked by that. Yeah. And I don't remember Fred's fans. It was girls. Teen girls. Yeah, it was. It's always teen girls. Mm Mm-hmm. Because look at him. He's fine. He had... I don't think I'd be... 
real peak 2004 hair going on in this one. Oh, God. It was a bowl cut like I've never seen. Absolutely. Drop it on him, cut around, and you're gone in two minutes. Sugar. Uh, oh. <sighs> I was going to say shook and something else at the same time, and it came out sugared. Sugared. Mm, yeah, baby. He's sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, so, at, at the event, um, they get interviewed by Heather Jasper Howe, a journalist, yeah. played by Alicia Silverstone in one of her two days on set. She was only on set for two days. Probably. Iconic. She is in... Get that check, girl. She is in one set piece. One That's location. True. The entire movie. That's true. Anytime she's in the quote-unquote... She is quote-unquote in the quote-unquote suit. Mm-hmm. A lot of quotes going on here. A lot of quotes. She's probably just a body actor. Um, and at the opening of the museum, we also meet Seth Green playing a archaeologist, historian, scientist, sex fiend. He's the curator of the museum and the curator of this. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, Anna. What was that? No! What is he the curator? The curator of? of my heart. Oh wow, your heart's really low. <laughs> story to tell you um not related at all so today i was posting something in the social media club at my work Mm -hmm. because that's what i do i manage the social media pages and um i was trying to paste something and it wasn't pasting wasn't pasting wasn't pasting and then i posted i gave up posted the article or posted the content and a picture of matt smith just appeared okay matt smith 11th doctor on doctor who yep uh currently playing Prince Dagon in House, House of the, of the Dragon. Dragon. It was a picture of him like s- like steamily touching a woman's face. Okay. And I ha- I took it down so fast, Dan. I know it wasn't incriminating, but it screamed female gaze. If you looked at that picture, you would have known that I was looking at it with lust in my heart. <laughs> so I I ripped it down. <sighs> oh. Very embarrassing. Yeah, you have a very salacious office environment at this realty company you work for i know hot dog just kidding nobody cared nobody even saw it was probably more concerning that i was spreading spoilers around but Uh still uh so at the opening of the coolsonian criminology museum an evil figure called the evil masked figure that's his name i hated that i'm allergic to what you just said he he interrupts the event and steals two costumes using a reanimated version of the pterodactyl ghost. Kind of love that. I love a pterodactyl. And I love a ghost. I also hate that they use that green fog that's coming off of all the creatures. Yeah, it looks like... It looks like um, farts. Like farts or like the bad breath in Spongebob. Yes! It was giving stink. It's my favorite member of the police. Stink? Oh, not sting. I know. <laughs> that one worked really well. Saving that one for later. What's going on here? <laughs> so, Heather Jasper Howe, the journalist, fake news mm-hmm. journalist, starts a smear campaign against specifically Fred, mostly. It's because she wants to get with him, and yeah. he won't, because Daphne won't let him. Um. And then the gang figure out that they have an old vengeful enemy is the mastermind behind this this attack. So they start revisiting their old cases. 
Immediately, though, they dismiss the, the pterodactyl ghost, Dr. Jonathan Jacobo, who we see in a flashback escape from Hazkaban. Oh, my God. Alcatraz. He Shit's flies away. Creek. His shit's creek in the middle of a storm constantly. Yes. I I thought it was Alcatraz, to be honest. Mm-hmm. That's what I would have pictured it as. Their first suspect is Jeremiah Wickles. Why is everybody in this movie named like somebody rolled a name dice? I don't know. Where's Melvin? Where is Melvin do? Uh, not Melvin do. Jeremiah Wickles was the Black Knight ghost and Jacobo's cellmate. Ooh. Besties to the resties. Yeah, so Shaggy and Scooby overhear other people criticizing the fact that they bungle everything that they do. Um, and they also were made, made fun of the fact because they their job at the mu- museum was to secure the pterodactyl ghost. Mm-hmm. They're like, no, we're going to fix it. We're going to solve this mystery ourselves and act like real detectives. Also, I skipped over this. We see Mystery Inc.'s headquarters. Yo, it looks cool as hell. They live inside the music video for Pop by NSYNC. I wish I lived there. It's so cool. And also, good reference, Dan. Good pull. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It's timely. Um, Very. It is a, it is, oh boy. Um, I can, it, it's like, pimp my house. Pimp my house? You mean Cribs? MTV Cribs? No, I mean if Pimp My Ride ever pimped a house and somebody said that they really like circular things. No, there are, I thought it was cool. There are no corners. Organic shapes can be very welcoming, Dan. There are corners in nature. No, name one corner you can't. Have you ever seen a rock? I, I refuse to accept rocks as existing <laughs> things. Also, most rocks are round, I yeah. would say. Most. Oh, dang. You know what that doesn't mean? Me. All. He got me here. Take that, atheists. Oh, crap. <laughs> um, so, they first go to Jeremiah Wickle's residence, which is a spooky house. It's, it literally looks like the cartoon. This is yeah. why I still think I'm dying on the hill of it looks, it's supposed to be like the cartoon. And I get And that. they just can't decide if they want it to be like the cartoon or not. So they ring the doorbell and the doorbell has this like 18 minute long message. Iconic. Saying to leave. Um, it's giving the Grinch. Yeah. And then they fall through a trap door into a rolling ball cage that rolls down this pinball machine like track yes it's Um, convoluted to say the least where two mormons and a girl scout are also captured that was funny that had me rolling are we back on anti-mormon conversation yeah you know what happens okay here we are um they escape the cage it has a fingerprint fingerprint Good lord, I cannot speak. A fingerprint sensor. Whoa! Uh-huh. A fingerprint, Spencer. Oh, I didn't realize my name was Spencer. No, it's our other host, Spencer. Oh. Hey, Spencer, welcome he's, back. He's been really quiet for the previous 117 episodes, but yeah, now he he's has. ready to shine. Isn't Thank that right, God. Spencer? 
Oh, shoot, his mic turned off. Not uh, yet. <laughs> they escape because Daphne uses her cosmetics to break out of the cage, and that is the, the crowning moment of feminism. You know what? Makeup is for bad bitches. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's still a baddie if you don't use it, though. My description was flippant, but great image. Honestly, a, a great image for young girls to see. You're right. You can be smart, beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's no it. Those, those are your two things. <laughs> the only things every woman is allowed to be. <laughs> also, uh, un- very tangentially related, Sarah Michelle Gellar and Freddie Prinze Jr. are married. I love that yes. for them. They still yes. are. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar legally changed her name to Sarah Michelle Prince. Okay. Good I her. don't know why, but it feels like there should be a junior at the end. Freddie Prince Jr. is married to Sarah Michelle Prince Jr. I don't know what to tell you, Dan. It's, I, generally, women don't take on the junior thing. Usually. What if I got married? I'm not planning to change my last name, but what if I just added a junior? I'd love it. Thank you. You should do it. Okay. I, I. It's probably a male hubris thing, but I don't know of any f- junior women. That they don't exist generally i mean like you can name your kid after your mom or like mm-hmm. they're like if i had a kid and i named it anna i guess like if gage was a new age man and he was like oh let's make our kid anna <laughs> the end of the sentence. Jr. let's make our kid you're right <laughs> anna louise otto jr he could but like it's not common and i feel like i don't know it just doesn't happen I work. I one of my first jobs ever. I worked with a guy whose name was Junior. Some people called him by his real name, and I was one of those people. But some people called him Junior because his dad mm-hmm. was a senior, and I was always like, "But the senior's not here." <laughs> <laughs> We're just like, "Hey, yo, Junior." Well, some people take that as a nickname. On The Sopranos, there's Uncle Junior. Okay, that's fair. Mm-hmm. It's a thing. I think it, well, his girlfriend worked with us, too, even though it was supposed to be a secret, but they were pretty bad about keeping it a secret, because okay. she always called him Junior, and she's the only one. The rest of us called him by his real name. <laughs> Come here, Junior. You talking Literally. about Mark? Literally. <laughs> essentially. I'm like, who? <laughs> um, so, inside the residence, they find an ancient Celtic text that has an instruction manual on how to create monsters by combining magic and science. Your ancestors call it, called it magic. Now you call it science. In my world, they're one and the same. This is just secretly a Thor prequel. Uh, uh, uh. Scooby and Shaggy. This is, this is arts erasure saying that science is magic. No, magic is actually an art. Thank you. Wow, okay. <laughs> Is, is Jupiter in retrograde? No, I don't know. Let's find out. Oh, is no, Mercury let's not. In retrograde? No, I said okay. Jupiter. I'll look it up. Uh, Shaggy and Scooby, they find a note inviting Wickles to the faux ghost nightclub. And after they find the note, they get attacked by the Black Knight ghost. Um, and they fend it off. They escape, but it's a reanimated ghost. Mercury's Jupiter in is in retrograde. Jupiter's in retrograde? Oh, yeah. gosh. 
Somebody call me Horoscope. Literally, Dan, where are your crystals? I should change my name. Horoscope. From Dan O'Keefe to Horoscope. I love that, Dan. I was looking at (laughs) my checkbook recently because I had to write a check today. And I realized. What year is it? 1926? I realized on the check, it's for an account that me and Anna share. And it has her name correct. And mine Uh is Daniel Space O. Keefe. Oh, your middle name is an O. That's right. My middle name is O. That's not a real last name. Keith. That's weird because I've never heard of somebody having the last name Keefe. Um, it's real. It's always been O. Keefe. There are people with the last name Keefe. Chief. He doesn't the most count. Famous. That's a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Dan, no. I'm on the I'm on the Wikipedia page for people with the last name Keefe. Uh-huh. Uh, no one of note that I can tell. Yep. Or that really pops out to me. There was an actor named John Keefe. A baseball Never player named John Keefe. Never heard of him. Uh, the, Are they the same? One of the artists of the Flash Gordon comic strip, Jim oh. Keefe. Okay, King. Oh, American labor leader Daniel Keefe. <gasps> Dan, was that you? Is that founder your and first president of the International Longshoremen's Association. Wow. Uh, there is an Emmett Keefe, which is funny because my brother's name is Emmett. Yes. Uh, no. Oh, wait. Yeah. And a Brian Keefe. Wow. Is that the whole squad? The That's whole O'Keefe all my squad? brothers. And Brian Keefe is the only one still alive. Oh, good for him. Good for him. Is there a, uh, uh, no, no Kevin. Sorry. It's fine. So yes, Keefe is a name to go off on this tangent. Thank you. Um, but of course, the most famous one is Chief. Yes, you're right. Uh, so they figure out that the key ingredient to creating monsters is a substance called randomonium. Go on. And it's a byproduct of silver mines. Because mm-hmm. Coolsville was a mining town. Mm-hmm. And Shaggy and Scooby, they drink some randomonium. Doofuses, two idiots. Shaggy turns into a woman. Kind of thick, kind of hot, loving the crop top, very in. A bodybuilder. Mm-hmm. And himself. Mm-hmm. Scooby turns smart. Yes. And also into the me, Tasmanian devil. It reminded me of Brain Gremlin. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. absolutely exactly. The, it is Brain Gremlin. Yeah, it was giving Brain Gremlin. Um. Before they turn back into them. Because Smart Scooby turns them back into themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's certainly a scene that happens. It is. Meanwhile, Daphne, Velma, and Fred go back to the museum with Seth Green. And Anna needs to mm-hmm. get some air. He is just really handsome! 
But Come on, Dan. He is. I, Thank I'm not, you. I, I'm not disagreeing. He's a handsome, handsome man. He's a very cute gentleman. He's no Freddie Prince Jr., though. I'm trying to dial it back because I was getting a little feral earlier this episode. Oh, yeah, you were. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, they find at the museum the rest of the costumes have been stolen. Oh, Gasp. no. Sounds like the monsters are about to be unleashed. I will not dignify that it with a response. It sounds like the monsters are about to I be unleashed. I will dignify that with a response, Daniel. Oh, gee whiz. I think the monsters are about to be unleashed. The biggest monster of all. Was the Alicia French Silverstone. Made along the way. Oh. <laughs> the city against them. Yes. It's kind of sad. I mean... Oh, it's I would sad. be so. It, it's sad. It's a sad moment. Sad reacts only. Um. Yeah, I would be upset if the whole city turned against me too. I'd be crying. I'd feel so sad about it. Welcome back to I Empathy, would... the podcast. <laughs> I'm too sensitive. I overthink everything. Mm-hmm. And I would overthink it if the city didn't like me. I'm just going to start when you text me responding back with K. No, Dan. <laughs> I hate that. Oh, When Gage and I first started dating, he responded mm-hmm. to things with a thumbs up. And I always thought he was mad at me. No, his whole family does it. It's just their thing. They all do thumbs. Oh, I do that when I'm trying to be like, sounds good. And I have nothing else to say. I'll just give a thumbs up. People like you are the reason why I'm in therapy. <laughs> You have a very low bar. The bar is so low, it could not be lower. (laughs) So Shaggy and Scooby put on disguises of being funk masters. I feel like they're trying really hard to both be in the 90s and early 1000s. And And the 70s. The 70s, and that's really a struggle. It is. Their disguises are kind of funny. Um, Yeah, the gold tooth Shaggy has. Mm Mm-hmm. Did you say Mother? Shaggy? Yeah, Shaggy. What's his Shaggy. Name? Shaggy. 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 No, it's not French. It's not Shaggy. It's Shaggy. <laughs> I didn't say Shaggy. I said Shaggy. It sounds like you're saying C-H-E-Z-G-U-I-L. <laughs> I'm not French, Shaggy. 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 I've been saying Shaggy this whole time. Not the last time you said shaggy. Mondi. Yeah. They're not the same thing. You hear how they're shaggy. not the same thing, right? How you're saying shaggy like an idiot, and I'm saying shaggy <laughs> like a refined queen. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I get it. Come down to our level, please. No. Okay. Respectfully, no. Well, anyway, inside. Shay Ghost. Boo. It's faux ghost. It's not Shay Ghost. I wish it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, inside the faux ghost, they find that it is a hangout for all the unmasked Mystery Inc. villains. Uh, and they speak to Wickles. He's abandoned his criminal ways. And he just turns into a, a land developer, honestly. Which you know, the biggest criminal of all. That's... Oh. I was going to say good for him for turning it around. <laughs> 
Um, but okay. They are then discovered after listening to some music and dancing. Having a good time. Mm-hmm. Not Ruben Stuttered yet, though. No. Um, <sighs> they escape through a garbage chute. But on the way out, they spot Seth Green. This part is where it starts to get weird, where, like, he could be the villain, I guess. It's supposed to be the red herring. Yeah. You think it's him, and also because the the evil dude has the same hair as Seth Green. It's not a red herring if it's just bad. (laughs) Uh, He is threatening someone who looks like he's a member of a staff. Ordering to find out who vandalized the museum. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they, Shaggy and Scooby, find Wickles, leave Seth Green, and follow Wickles. <sighs> and guess what? Wickles is going to turn it into a summer camp. I'm just so tired right now. Turn into a summer camp for the children. For the children, Anna. I For don't the kids. even know. Yeah, kids are fine. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I, I, I want to love it because I enjoyed it so much as a kid. Okay, let me. Mm-hmm. Ju- I, this is really ruining my my mems. Um, this is where I would say the movie really. I, I up until this point, it's not good, but it's not bad. No, but once we hit the club, that's when it started dragging for me. Yeah. Um, Fred, Daphne, and Velma go into the mines, and Mm -hmm. that's where they see the presentation. Um, And when they confront him, he says that he and Jacobo hated each other. He's got no connection to the museum robberies. It's not him. Cross him off the list. Isn't it because of the My Fair Lady thing? Yes, he took his role in My Fair Lady. Life is so hard. If I hated everybody who took a role I thought I deserved, I'd have no one in my life. I hate you. You took took... my role as the waitress in working. (gasps) You're darn right. Mm -hmm. And I'd do it again. You took my role as indescript nationality stowaway in Anything Goes. I really appreciate you not specifying what horrible (laughs) things happened in my past. Top 10 cringe <laughs> moments in my past. Welcome to WatchMojo.com Inside Anna's Brain. Uh, Today cringe. we're going over 10 horrible things that she was involved with. Be sure to like Number and subscribe. Number one. Top 10 anime betrayals. So, the gang find a secret laboratory where the costumes are turned into real supernatural creatures. And Shaggy and Scooby being the doofuses that they are play around with the machine, and bring the costumes to life. It's just too much. I know I'm saying this about Scooby-Doo, but it's become unbelievable for me, personally. Mm. It's This is the point. This is the point. <laughs> so, they escape with the panel. The evil masked figure is back, and he's terrorizing the city. He is so random. Why is he there? Like, why couldn't it just be, oh, all our monsters are coming back to life. What's his point? Am I dumb? Like, Dan. I don't get it. Thank you. So it's not just me? No. Okay, thank God. Just wanted to make sure. 
Also, I don't know when exactly this happens, but the gang go back to their old clubhouse, and we get a flashback of them as youths. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. That was kind of weird, because at first I thought it was the actors just, like, looking younger, but it was actually different people, and that was weird. I don't know what I thought was going on. I don't know why that was necessary. True. And that's it. That's all I have to add about that. Um, So, the gang, they realize that they can reverse the control panel's power, which would then destroy the monsters. Um, And they have to escape because they're getting chased into the mines, and they face various monsters along the way, including the Black Knight Ghost and Cum Sludge. Excuse me? That's his name, Cum Sludge. That's not his name. It's the tar monster. Thank God. Oh my God. You had me in the first half, Dan. Come you had sludge me in the, first the half. tar monster. Wow. That's his, that's his full given birth name. It's like that Drake song. Last name sludge. First name come. Like yep. a sprained ankle. I ain't nothing to play with. Yup. Those are the <laughs> lyrics. Um, so Shaggy and Scooby. Velma tries to give Shaggy and Scooby the control panel. Um. And they refuse because they think that they're going to ruin everything. They're inadequate. Can I just say, going back to when they're fighting all these random monsters that they run into, Mm -hmm. why did Daphne do a karate kick at an electrical monster? Yeah, that's really dumb. What did she think was going to happen? Maybe she thought she was wearing her rubber shoes. Maybe, but apparently not. No. Straight metal. Metal she died Birkenstocks. Metal <gasps> no, not the Burks. You can tell when someone's wearing real Birkenstocks at the airport because they will set off the metal detector. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. So if I ever see somebody wearing what looks like Birkenstocks and they just walk right through, I just go, pitiful. <laughs> Poor. Laughs and well, rich. I'm, I'm in the pre-check line, too, so I'm already looking down at everybody else. Oh, my God, Dan. <laughs> Your wealth is showing. Yeah, I'm sorry that I spent $80 for five years. I don't know what to tell you, Mr. Rich, Mr. Wealth, Mr. Richie Rich. I don't have to take my multiple laptops out of my backpack. Truly, it is it is choice. Did I ever tell you, last time I traveled, um, I had a converter for my laptop so that I could plug USBs into it? Yeah. And they made me stop because they thought it was a lighter. Okay, that's weird. I was like, no, it's not a lighter. It's a USB converter, but okay. When I was, was traveling, when, was in... when were, where were you? Oh, I was in Miami. That's all I was okay. going to say. I have a bad experience at the Miami airport already. So, <laughs> When I was traveling back from Canada, I got stopped when going through security because I had a bunch of cords in my backpack because mm-hmm. I had two laptops and like a speaker and a bunch of chargers and everything. And they stopped, mm-hmm. and they had took my backpack aside because it was the guy, the security guy was like, it looked like a bomb. I didn't make sure it wasn't a bomb. Jeez Louise. Oh, my God. Well. So, folks, if you really want to give Canadian TSA a good old scare, you should put a lot of cords in your backpack. Amen. That's the way to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm not, uh, dear FBI, I- I'm not endorsing this. I know you're listening, my or FBI agent. Uh, I don't even know what to say. Yeah. 
Anyway. Velma convinces them, Shaggy and Scooby, that they're fine. They've been heroes. The real heroes are them along the way. Amen. Uh, and they escape the skeleton men. And Velma finds a shrine dedicated to Jacobo, built by who else yeah. but Seth Green. Mr. Handsome Seth Green. Mm-hmm. But Seth Green then finds her and helps her escape the, and proves that he's innocent. It's still on thin ice. I wouldn't have trusted him. I would have sooner tumbled to my death. Full stop. That sounds like something that you should deal with in therapy. No, I just don't trust men. Do you trust me? That's a trick question. Anna, do you trust me? Yes, unfortunately. Ha ha! (sighs) (laughs) Now you have to trust all men. Fuck. That's how it works. What if I don't wanna? It's all or nothing. Fine, I get it. <laughs> I don't even trust Gage. Just kidding, I trust Gage. I don't trust him. He's fine. He's walking around loud as hell right now, squeaking, <laughs> squeaking, squeaking. His little paws are folded together. Like, he he just fed our dog, so he thinks he's the king of the castle. Mm-hmm. He's nodding. My mom did send me a picture of him when he was younger earlier tonight. And Why does it. your mom have a picture of Gage when he was younger? No, no, no. It was on Facebook for Sun's Day today. Oh, Sun's Day. It's fake. Sun's Day. All these fake days. Like Daughter's yeah. Day, Sun's hey. Day. Get off of it. Hey. If your mom posted a picture of you, you wouldn't feel good about yourself? No. That's fake news. People would be commenting, oh, Dan, his blue eyes, he's so handsome. You'd be like, yes, go on. Yeah, not because my mom posted it, but because of my mom's friends commenting on it. <laughs> <laughs> You're terrible. You're worse than me. So, gang confront the evil masked figure. The tar monster captures everyone except for Scooby, who then uses a fire extinguisher to freeze the body like it's Terminator 2. Classic. That's not what's in fire extinguishers. They don't have, like, dry ice inside of them. You can't surf on them. Would it burn you to get fire extinguisher on you? No. It's like a foam. Oh. It's something that just takes the oxygen out, so it smothers the fire. Hmm. I thought the reason why they had fire blankets for people who caught on fire was because it would hurt you if you got fire extinguisher on you. No, for people on fire, you just want to snuff it out. So a fire blanket is really good at, like, blocking air from getting to the fire. Oh, okay. Thank you, Dan, for this episode of Fire Safety. Mm Mm-hmm. They call me... Fire Marshal Dan. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Snooby reconnects... Snooby. He reconnects the control panel, activates it, destroys the monsters. Bless. Good job, Scoob. And Good job, God. Snoob. Good job, Snooby. Um, they take the evil masked figure on the steps. They reveal it's Heather Jasper Howe. <laughs> Shocking century. But it's not, because it's actually... Jonathan Jacobo, alive and well. Mom, everyone yells as his mask gets ripped off. Velma, how does she explain it? They found a newspaper clipping showing him in front of the museum. But the construction began a year after his death. What an asshole. 
We didn't see that news clipping before right now. Yeah. I feel... Uh, I don't even know. He survived his escape, and then he wanted to get revenge on the gang, discrediting them using his Heather Jasper Howe persona. His e-girl persona. Uh, oh, God. No. And then defeat them with his monsters. And Ned. Ned, who is Ned, the cameraman. Oh, Ned. And they try to pull his face off. And yeah. he goes, owie. So they're all praised as heroes. They're heroes once more. And they celebrate their victory at the faux ghost with Ruben Stuttered. Everybody jumps into the sky, high school musical style. Has there ever been a movie, a non-musical movie that ends with a musical number that's good? No. No. Like, I'm Most trying to remember time. if the, the Replacements ends like that. That's I don't a remember. good movie, but normally they're so. trying to send the crowd home happy after a bad movie. Annabelle comes home when they ends play Dancing in the number? Moon. No. They just play Dancing in the Moonlight over the credits, and I love that song, oh. so. Well, anyway, that's Scooby-Doo 2, Monsters Off the Chain Hook. Yep. Thoughts? I just, you know, it was fun to a point. Mm-hmm. It, I just, it reminds me of things I liked when I was little. That's all. Okay. It's it's pretty poor. I mean, considering this has nothing to do with you, Dan, mm-hmm. the plot just got so boring. I, start, I started I agree. focusing Absolutely. on other things. Mm-hmm. Completely. Once I got halfway through, I was like, I do not. Halfway through watching it and halfway through describing the plot, I was like, I don't care. Yeah, we were trudging. We were yeah. trudging. Um, some criticisms. The, okay. Fred doesn't have an ascot in this movie, which I get. Freddie Prinze didn't has... like it. He gifts them ascots to yeah. his fans. Um, they change his outfit so it's not as himboy, which I'm not a fan of. I did refer to a bird as the cockatoos of the animal world today, and I wish that they would have kept this himbo in there because we love a good himbo. Yes. Um, Daphne is also a different costume, more casual wear. I liked her little purple dress. I thought it was really cute. Not uh, functional, but no. cute. I love the velour tracksuit. Tracksuit I like. Yeah. Dress, not a fan. Oh, um, weird flex, but okay. How is that a flex? Having poor opinions? Yes. Um, And then, those are all superficial, but the story... The second half of the movie. It's not good. It's not enjoyable. I and it's not, like people... it's not bad enough to be funny. It's just boring. I feel like people say they like this movie, but in reality, they just like Sexy Velma. Yeah. That's the truth. Yeah, Changed I skipped mind. over Sexy Velma, that, which is unimportant to the plot. It has nothing to do with the plot. That's why you skipped over it. She's trying to impress Patrick. Yeah, and, and she, she puts on a... Seth a, Green. A leather jumpsuit and says, come to mommy or something. Oh, God, the cringe factor. Who's your mommy? Oh, I hated that. I hated that so much. Yeah. Well, I know a lot of men who like it. Gage likes that scene. Well, he likes the actress. You know, he likes... I think Linda Carlini is very attractive. Not as Velma. That was just not the vibe, that scene. 
Anyway, I don't really have anything else to add. Like, it's not bad enough to have good criticisms of. It's just kind of middle of the road. The first one's more memorable, and I definitely watched it more times in my life than I watched this one. Mm-hmm. That's all. I do have some trivia, though. Hit me. Ruben so, Stoddard trivia. I watched this on HBO Max. I don't know mm-hmm. where you watched it from. HBO Max. Okay. After the credits on the theatrical and DVD version, Scooby advertises a secret code for the Game Boy Advance version of the game, of the movie. I had the game. For the record, I had the game. Um, It is cut from the HBO Max print. Oh, good, because I definitely turned off Game Boy Advance was discontinued 16 years ago at this point. Yeah. Um, So, if you have the DVD... I highly recommend watching through the credits. I would love to see. I would love to get a sneak peek into the past, you know. It is. The Game Boy SD past. Uh, SP. What did I you say? You scrub. You said SD. Oh, shoot. I had one of those, and all this time I thought it was SD. <laughs> no! Oops. Um, I mean, I probably knew at the time. The scene's on YouTube. You can find it on YouTube. It's not hard. It's not lost media or anything. It was on the DVD. Good. I'll have to give it a watch. Or I guess you would call it the PVP because you're just yeah, love throwing one. those around. Um, on the PVC pipe. Yeah. Deleted scenes uh, had Scooby and Shaggy looking inside Wickle's entire manor instead of just that basement. Okay. Uh, the Black Knight ghost and the electricity ghost stealing the rest of the costumes at the museum. Uh, mm-hmm. Shaggy gives Scooby his last Scooby snack. Friendship. Love. Blah, 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 blah. The real Whatever. Scooby snack was the friends we made along the way. Yeah. There was supposed to be a third movie that was going to be written and directed by James Gunn, but it was canceled due to the poor performance of this movie. I mean, no comment. Uh, and the plot of that, apparently, was going to be... Um, Mystery Inc. gang are hired by a town in Scotland who complain they're being plagued by monsters, but we discover throughout the film the monsters are actually the victims. Scooby and Shaggy have to come to terms with their own prejudices and narrow belief system. What the fuck? Right? So the monsters were the friends we made along the way? If there's one thing I want to see, it's an exploration of Scooby-Doo's prejudices. I... He's a dog, like... What, are his prejudices against cats? Like <laughs> the math ain't. Ma- I mean, maybe Shaggy could have some other like interesting, hard-hitting prejudices, you know. Mm-hmm. But what's Scooby gonna do? Like he's I don't know an animal. Um, the movie was released on the thirty-fifth anniversary of the first episode of Scooby Doo. Where are you? Hmm. Uh, the plot of the movie is very similar to the season two episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer Halloween. Isn't that, that's Sarah Michelle Gellar's shows. Mm-hmm. Why did I say that like that? I am not a Buffy fan. I'm sorry, everyone. I don't know anything about Buffy. The character development subplot had the character played by Sarah Michelle Gellar giving her nerdy friend a makeover in hopes of attracting the guy she's crushing on. Aww. And instead attracting the character played by Seth Green in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Aw, cute. I love that. What a fun little reach. Right? Um, 
There was a gag where Scooby would turn into Yao Ming when he drinks the potion. I forgot. That name just sent me back in time. <laughs> I haven't thought of that man in years. Um, but in the movie, it was turned into the Tasmanian Devil, which makes the movie less dated than a Yao yeah. Ming reference. Like I said, I haven't thought of my boy Yao Ming in years. Yeah. But he used to be all the rage back in the day. Didn't he play for... What team did he play for, Anna? Come on. Bulls. No. The Rockets. Yes. Wow. Really? Yeah, he played for the Rockets. Oh, everybody suck it. Wow, good job. Where'd you pull that from? Um, I said it, and then I Googled him after I said it. (laughs) No, no, no. I knew it was a red and white team. I swear to God on my life, I knew it was red and white. That's fair. Yeah, you picture him in that jersey. Yeah, I was going through red and white teams. Mm. But I did Google him, but after I said Rockets. So I'm proud of myself. Yeah, I'm proud of you, too. Thank you. Good job. I'm a Um, sport queen. Well, speaking of pride, would this movie be better or worse or the same with Jonathan Taylor Thomas? In place of Seth Green, you have to make a choice. the anguish that washed over your face. I stopped smiling for the first time. (laughs) The same. They're both cute shorties. They're both Mm -hmm. five foot four. That's it. It would be the same. Well, no, it'd be worse because if we're going to act, if we're talking about their actual skill, Mm -hmm. I think that this role is better suited for Seth Green. Okay. But if we're going off of looks, it'd be the same. Yes. There we go. How shallow can I be this episode? <laughs> uh, would it be better or worse or the same with Jimmy Stewart as... I don't know. Pick one. As Jacob Jacobo. Jacob Jacobo, better. But he's Isn't not in it enough. Better than Mom. Yes, better than Mom. Uh, Jeremiah Wickles, better Wow. Velma? Velma. I want him as Velma because I want to see Jimmy Stewart in that leather getup. I would love to see him also because he's so much taller than Seth Green. Yes. Real odd That's kind of giving. Real twins. I love it. It's giving Gomez and Morticia. Mm. Well, Anna, on a scale of one to five sexy, sexy Seth Greens, what do you give it? Two sexy Seth Greens. Okay. Seems fitting. I get that. I just, I can't give it any more than that because you can't rate something high on nostalgia alone, even though I want to. Okay. Mark that, people listening. No, no, How many don't episodes into the podcast have we no. gotten where Anna has learned you can't grade it on nostalgia alone? No, nobody listened to what I said. I, I had a stroke. <laughs> I didn't mean it. I'm, I'm similar to you. I give it one and a half. Yeah. And that's basically, I give it one and a half for the first half of the movie where there was some fun things going on, uh, but then the second half is just so useless. Yeah. Well, with that. It's just, it gets dull. Yeah. And that's, that's honestly, dull is the worst thing that can happen in a movie. I'd rather a movie be actively bad than boring. True. Because at least then I could laugh a little. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. That's it for Scooby-Doo. We're Scooby-Done. Boo. Thank you. Um, You're welcome. I know you're you're really wondering what's going to be the next series that we're doing. Well, Anna, it's one of your favorites. What is it? 
we're gonna do Pet Cemetery. And I'm really excited, Dan, because believe it or not, it's not gonna be watching the same movie back to back. Pet Cemetery 2 isn't different? Is different? Oh, it's not. I wasn't gonna have us watch Pet Cemetery 2. I was gonna have us watch Pet Cemetery and then the new Pet Cemetery. Oh, okay. Fuck Pet so, Cemetery 2. Okay, sure. Is that even a thing? There is a Pet Cemetery 2, and there's a 2019 Pet Cemetery. Yeah, we're gonna watch a 2019 Pet Cemetery. Well then. So Pet Cemetery, the original. And then Pet Cemetery again. So I don't even get to see Edward Furlong? No, sorry. Well, butter me down. Because I want it to be the books only. For me personally. Okay. I want to stay true to what I know and love. So okay. not only do I miss Edward Furlong, I miss Clancy Brown. Yes. You're taking sorry. everything I love away. I am. I am. Did I tell you I read a book recently where one of the characters was named Clancy Brown and I was like looking around. I was like, is this, am I being punked? <laughs> it's funny. It was wild. Uh, well, anyway, come back next week for Pet Cemetery. And die? I don't know. Everyone's dying to get in. Sometimes dead is better is actually the uh, the phrase that is coined from the... I went to Barnes & Noble. Okay. a table of Halloween books. And on the books, there was a sign. And it said, sometimes dead is better, Stephen King. But they didn't have any copies of Pet Cemetery. What the fuck, Dan? And that is it for this week's episode of In Conclusion. <laughs> If you want to follow us on social media, we're on Facebook and Twitter at and in conclusion on Instagram at in conclusion podcast. If you want to give us money so Anna can spend it at Barnes and Noble, patreon.com slash in conclusion. If you want to find me, I'm on Twitter at Dan O'Keefe 86 and I'm on TikTok at not Dan O'Keefe. Anna, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Optimus Prime 818 or you can find me on Twitter at Autobots Roll Out, capital O for auto, capital B for bots, capital R for roll and the O in roll and the O in out are zeros. And that is it. We'll be back with Pet Cemetery. Sometimes it's better to be dying to get in. Oh my god. This is gonna be a long week. In the meantime, everybody, stay safe, have fun, and get vaccinated. Bye-bye! Bye. I have to ask you a very personal question. I don't want you to judge me. When you work out, when you work out, do you fart a lot? Creative Land Podcast.